Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, we're going to talk about a very simple kind of meal that you can make and not have to worry about watching every minute of every day. It is slow cooker season, and we are going to continue our series of slow cooker recipes because the holidays are coming. It's November, it's so cold, and having warm food is one of those things that makes us feel a little bit better when we come home. This recipe will be relatively easy, so don't worry about having to get a whole bunch of exotic ingredients. It's pretty simple. In fact, you may find yourself going to it over and over again. So open up your big book of stuff, because today we're going to go to a classic. Turn to the section on navy beans, because today we're making smoked turkey and navy beans in our slow cooker. Let's get started. Now the thing about navy beans is that they are a smaller bean and I understand that most people when they make uh, smoked turkey and white beans in foundational black America or the African American community or the Asiatic American community, um, we use northern beans because it's an easy bean to find, it's a filling bean, it's good for you to a point. but you know, it's also a very gassy bean if you don't properly soak it in advance like any other bean can be. But I will say this, uh, navy beans are a better choice if you can get them. They're a little bit easier for us to digest as human beings. Get it? Beans? Beings? No? Oh, come on. I thought it was funny. But it's one of those cultural touchstones that I grew up eating in my home and in the community. Uh, oftentimes, one of the favorite treats I used to look forward to was bean pies. But it's not culturally specific insofar as everyone can enjoy them. Everyone can enjoy them. It's not about race or color or creed or religion. It's about food, and food is important. But some foods are better for us than others, depending on whether or not we eat a regularly balanced diet or not. Switching to navy beans seems to be a little bit better for people who have digestive issues. I know when I substitute navy beans for a long period of time versus other beans, I don't feel as heavy. The, the way that I'm moving around in my daily life, if I've been eating a lot of beans, and I do that in the winter, is not as, as dragging. Uh, but that also has to do with other lifestyle choices as well. time to be clear that just because we're substituting or actually cooking with choice navy beans and not northern beans 
That doesn't mean you can't eat northern beans. It doesn't mean that there's not nutritional content and benefit to eating northern beans. And in fact, I love northern beans. It also feeds a lot more people if I make northern beans because they're a larger bean. But that depends whether or not I am focusing on mass and not liquid. Because as you know, any kind of soup, you can always add more water to the soup, uh, depending on how much seasoning you have. But in this case, we're using northern beans. Um, uh, as an example of what bean that we would usually use that we're substituting navy for. But in my choice in this particular recipe, I am going forward with the intention of navy beans being the bean that I want to choose. You can substitute other beans if you cannot get your hands on northern beans. You can easily substitute black-eyed peas for this recipe. So don't feel bad if you can't get navy beans. One of the first things you're going to have to do, I mean, this is a must, is unless you have already pre-sorted your beans, you must, and I mean you must, open the bag and sort them. This means you're going to take them out, pour them into a very large bowl or container of water, and let them sit, and you're going to wash them. You're going to rub them together with your hands, you're not going to, you know, smash them or anything. You're not trying to crush them, but you need to wash them at least four times. You're going to wash them until the water becomes cloudy, drain it out, put some more cold water in there, wash them again, pour it out, do it four times. Why? Beans are of the earth. They are stored in places that are very dusty. So all kinds of dirt and particles are on the beans. You want them to be clean. These are fruits of the earth that you're putting into your body. You want to take care of your body. So to do that, you want to try to make sure you eat clean food. So washing your beans is very important. After you've washed them a few times by gently rubbing them together to get all of the dirt out and rinse them several times, you're going to have to go through them. That means you're going to have to look through them Hand by hand, I know it takes a while. Uh, preferably you have another container nearby so that after you go through them, each handful can be placed into that other bowl. Uh, no water in that one. To make sure there's no stones. Stones can also be placed in, you know, off, well, they're on the ground when they're stored usually or in their bins. And you can get stones from the harvester in their little pebbles. And if you eat that, you could break a tooth. So once you've removed all of the pebbles or made sure there weren't any, you're going to inspect your beans, make sure that none of them are broken and none of them are infested. You'll be able to take a summary glance and be able to tell most of the time while you're doing all this washing as well. You'll remove those beans that are broken or seem to be infested or otherwise unsavory. Uh, just throw them away, it's fine. Or you can put them into the compost, that is also fine. Once everything's done, soak your beans for about six hours. That's right, this is a make-ahead recipe. Soak your beans for about six hours. 
when you're soaking them, try to put in about twice as much water for the level in the container as beans. If you can't do that or if the estimate is too weird for you, you can also, um, because the volume and the weight of solids versus liquids are a little bit different. So you're looking for at least enough water uh, level above the bean surface. You should have at least four inches of water, if nothing else, at least. Uh, I personally like to go with the rule of if my pot is uh, about almost half full of beans, I'm going to fill that pot all the way up with water so that I know that they had a good long soak. Now here's something that is probably going to throw you for a loop. We're using the slow cooker, so you're probably thinking to yourself, the stove is not going to come into play. And that's not correct. In this recipe, you must boil those beans for about 30 minutes. You can boil them for 10 at the minimum, but to be safe, you should boil them for 30 minutes before you put them into the slow cooker. And you're probably wondering why. I will tell you, there's a protein in the bean, okay? Um, in all beans, actually. And because of, it, it's a, it's called kidney bean lectin, but it's this in all beans. If you don't boil it and get rid of that level of toxicity that's there first, before you put them in the slow cooker, you could get sick. Understand that when we cook beans, you know, that could be kidney beans, it could be uh, great northern beans, it could be pinto beans. When we eat beans, dry beans, we have to boil them. We have to in order to get that out. If you're cooking beans not in a slow cooker but on the top of the stove, you don't have to worry about that because the temperature is going to get hot enough to kill that problem off. If you're baking them in the oven for hours, and that does happen, cassoulet people, I'm looking at you, the temperature gets hot enough and is sustained long enough in order for that protein to be killed, that lectin. But if you're cooking it in the slow cooker, the temperature does not get hot enough to be safe for that. That's why you have to boil them for an absolute minimum of 10 minutes, but recommended a 30 minute period. Only after then will you put them into the slow cooker. I wanna keep my friends safe and we're friends, right? So let's be safe together. Now we're gonna get ready to talk about our turkey. While you were soaking all of these beans and doing all of this, you're gonna get ready to start your turkey. You wanna make sure if it's frozen, you've already taken it out. The morning you're gonna put your beans into your slow cooker. They should be thawed, your turkey pieces, before you start the boil. You're gonna boil your beans for 30 minutes, remember? While that's boiling, you can have a second pot and you're going to boil your turkey. You heard me. You're going to put your, your turkey and the pieces in the water and boil it in a separate pot for 30, uh, about not even 30 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, just until you start to get that foam on the top. 
Take a spoon and remove the foam and let it boil for at least 10 minutes. Once it's boiled, and I do mean a roiling boil, once it's boiled for 10 minutes, remove it from the heat and pour off that liquid. I know, I know. Trust me, it'll be fine. The meat is already smoked. The flavor is already in the meat. You're not going to lose any flavor. You do want to pour that off. Okay, so once that's done, set it to the side and wait for your beans to finish boiling. Now there are several different kinds of turkey pieces you can use to be your smoked meat in this recipe. You can use turkey necks, you can use turkey legs, and that is the most popular. You can use turkey wings, and my husband likes all of those pieces, but he loves, and I mean absolute loves, turkey tails. Smoked turkey tails are one of those uh, pieces that really gives a lot of flavor to the meat. Not everybody can get them, so you may only be able to get smoked turkey wings or smoked turkey legs, and that's fine. You're going to be able to use them interchangeably. In addition to this recipe uh, being about turkey, I wanted to make a little um, make a little aside in this particular segment and say that if you like pork, you can definitely use pork in this recipe. You can use smoked pork neck bones, smoked pork uh, ham hocks. You can put those in there. If you are pinching your pennies. You could put ears, but the ears will not give much of a flavor and they don't have much meat, but you can. You can use pork belly, but that's going to be a little different. It will definitely be different, but you want to make sure whatever you use, it's smoked and smoked well. For larger pieces, uh, like feet or anything, if you have smoked pig feet, you want to cut them down the middle because you want everything to be able to get flavored properly. For turkey legs, uh, you can uh, cut them if they're super big, but generally they're going to fall apart during this process, so you won't have to worry about it. Now, some of you, some of my brothers and sisters out there who like the goat, you like the goat, I like the goat, you can smoke that goat and put those goat pieces into your beans. And it's going to give it a lot of flavor too. Just remember, goat tastes differently. Make sure, make sure you prepare it properly so it has a little flavor. You might want to add a bit of lard or a bit of uh, chicken fat just to give it a little bit extra because goat is a little bit of a different flavor and it's an acquired taste if they've never had it before. So, you know, be a little liberal with your seasoning. I want to add an aside here that if you use goat, make sure you pepper it liberally. Goat tastes better with pepper. It doesn't have to be black pepper. You can use mixed peppercorns, as you know, you can use 
uh, grains of paradise. It's up to you. But really good goat is really good with pepper. Don't use white pepper. That's, I mean, you can, but I would prefer you didn't. I want you to use a nice, bold pepper. And if you are using goat, this is the time to bring out your smoked salt. Now, you can use your smoked salt with your turkey as well. But the thing is, the smoked turkey with the smoked salt, you run the risk of it not blending properly because the turkey is a lighter meat, but the goat is a little bit a little bit more dense. So it's going to react with the salt a little differently. I would put the smoked uh, salt on the side if you're going to serve it with your turkey so that people can uh, use it on it, their own portion. But if you're cooking it with the, the beans, then I would put it in with the goat. I don't think I use smoked salt with the pork, but I don't eat pork, so I can't give you experience of that. Now that all of this is prepared, you're going to place your clean, soaked beans, they've already been sorted, into your crock pot. You're going to place your meat on top of the beans in the crock pot. I know, I know, it'll be fine. Then you're going to put in about six cups of either chicken stock, because most people can find chicken stock. It's a lot easier to find chicken stock than, than turkey stock. If you have it, you can use six cups of turkey stock, or you can use six cup of six cups of goat stock. But if you use goat stock, add a little bit of chicken fat to that, or a little bit of like chicken skin or something, and put it in there. Now, for those who may not have chicken fat just around, it's it's not that hard. You just take the fatty pieces of chicken when you're processing meals for other. Uh, processing chicken for other meals and put a fatty piece to the side and then you can always rend it or freeze it and just have it on hand or if you don't have that you can use some other fat but in a pinch you can definitely use a butter but this is only if you're using the goat it'll be fine trust me get this all together put this in the crock pot now while that's happening, there are some other things to attend to. Okay, once all of this is together, you're going to put that on low for a minute. Just, just put it on low for right now. Because now, and remember, even though it seems like it's taking a lot of work, it'll be worth it. It's really easy once you've made this first time, you'll go. It'll be so much faster. You're going to saute some vegetables to put in there for additional flavoring. You can use these. You don't have to. The beans and the turkey themselves will be a lot of flavor. But I'm going to tell you, adding some onions will make a world of difference. So chop up some onions or some shallots. It's up to you. Just keep in mind, shallots are not as bold of a taste. You're going to want a yellow onion. 
do not use a Spanish onion. It's too strong. Use a yellow onion or if you must, a white onion. A red onion kind of has a little clash, but if you like that kind of boldness, you can go for it. You're also going to chop up some carrots. For a pound of dry beans, I would say no more than two average sized carrots because otherwise it'll be way too much. If you would prefer to make this a more earthy tasting kind of dish, then you can use parsnips instead. Wash them well, cut them up after you've peeled them, and add them to your saute. One other thing you can add to it is a little bit of celery. If you don't have celery, you can use a single lovage leaf in the crock pot. If it's a large leaf, do not use more than a single leaf from your garden or else it will be overpowering. If you have celery, a couple of ribs of celery will be just fine, diced up and sauteed. Then put these into your slow cooker with your beans and your meat. It will be so good adding these to it. It just gives it a different layer of flavor. not mentioned garlic in this recipe. That is because not everyone eats garlic. I love garlic, but not everyone does. If you do not like garlic, you do not have to add it to the recipe. But if you do like garlic, you can add some crushed cloves to this recipe to your heart's content. Generally, it's about two large cloves. Or if you're like my house, about six large cloves, especially if you're getting over a cold or trying to prevent one, six large cloves will do it. Crush them up, mince them if you can't crush them, and put them right into it with everything else into your slow cooker. This will be delicious. If you don't have fresh garlic, don't worry about it. You can always add garlic powder, and you probably have some dehydrated garlic powder if you've been using your dehydrator. Or you can even use garlic butter, the real kind, not the artificial, put in two tablespoons. Again, adding a fat is not going to hurt this recipe at all. Make sure it's well mixed and let it go and dissolve into the water or be spread amongst the beans. This recipe is now, the slow cooker is now going to be turned up to high for four hours. Watch your beans, watch your meat. You may have to add water depending on how your water goes down in the slow cooker. If you are looking for more of a liquidy soup, you can definitely add water while cooking or toward the end. To make it more soupy if you are looking for a thicker heartier meal then just leave it like it is and let it go for four hours and cook it down until you're ready to take it out as with any recipe taste along the way to make sure it's coming together the way that you like 
Don't be afraid to add herbs to the recipe. Just make their, make sure they're complementary to the taste of the meat that you're cooking. A little savory, a little thyme. Those are good things to add. Somebody might want to add a little oregano. Nah, that's not kind of what I like. But it's not about what I like. It's about what you like. This would also be a good time to tiny, you know, put a little tiny bit, just a tiny bit, a pinch of baking soda into here, into your, your slow cooker, because you don't want your beans to give too much gas to the people eating it. But that's up to you. You do not have to do that. Don't put too much or it will be bitter. The tiniest bit you can imagine, just a pinch can be put in there for that. If you like it to have a little bit more of a little spicier or not even spicy but more peppery flavor if you have preserved some nasturtium leaves you can put a couple of nasturtium leaves in a slow cooker with it if you have preserved and dried some magnolia leaves this is a good time to put some in there because remember magnolia leaves have a spicy kind of gingery flavor it's really up to you. I would not use that with smoked turkey unless you have tried it together before. Unless it's a very, very light smoke flavor. If it's a heavily smoked flavor, don't do that. It won't go together. If it's goat, go to town. Also, keep in mind that you can serve biscuits with this dish once it's done or cornbread. And you can use your magnolia honey with it. 